Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Bucks game is over. And now it's time for the longest running Pro Hoops post game show in Milwaukee. Hear from the players. The most important thing we trust one another. What happened? We trusted one another, and uh, that's why we came up with uh, the win. The head coach. Um, you know, we're just gonna have to be more disciplined. He's gonna have to be more disciplined. And the fans. We have some talented players, no doubt about that. But at the end of the day, you're not gonna be able to compete at this level of the NBA with what we have going on. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops post game show. Presented by Palermo Screamin' Sicilian Frozen Pizza. Now, here's Steve Sparky Pfeiffer on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Bucks get the win tonight, 98-97 over the Boston Celtics. Celtics had a chance there after what some seemed like a half hour to determine whether or not there was a shot clock violation on a tip from Giannis to Brooke Lopez. Mayor Mitch uh, was looking on the internet trying to figure out what the rule was. Eric Name from The Athletic was at the game. He was trying to figure out what the rule was. Everybody trying to figure it out. But the ball, after it was tipped, the shot clock itself didn't start until the ball actually hit the rim uh, at the arena. So either way, they determined it's a shot clock violation. Right call, wrong call. You had to stop Kyrie Irving, and uh, they did a great job. Bledsoe forced him left, and uh, he missed the circus shot. Bucks win 98-97 over the Boston Celtics tonight, a game in which Giannis had 30 points, 13 boards, 6 assists, a steal, and a block. Want to hear from you after this one, a big win on national TV on TNT uh, over the Boston Celtics, a team in which you very well could see in the Eastern Conference playoffs come May. We had Sean Grandy on the play-by-play voice of the Boston Celtics earlier today on the Wendy's Big Show. If you missed it, you can listen to it on the John Paul's Buick GMC Fan On Demand at 1057FMTheFan.com or, of course, use your uh, Radio.com app as well. And they asked, who was it, uh, Leroy, I think, or Baby Tosh, one of them, uh, asked for, I was Leroy, asked for a prediction to tonight's game. And he said, I have no idea what's going to happen tonight, but I'll tell you this, I predict that these two teams will see each other again in May at some point. Uh, that's where he was uh, and on the, on this deal, and he is sold uh, that the Bucks are for real, uh, and there's somebody that I have to be contented with at this point. So more than likely, these two teams will have to play a series again like they did last year, uh, and we'll see what happens. Before the season started, I thought the Celtics were the team in the East. Then as the season has gone on, you realize they have all kinds of issues. Not talent issues, chemistry issues, centering around Kyrie Irving for the most part. Then Toronto has Kawhi Leonard. Eh, let's see how healthy they, he is going to be. And he doesn't play you know, every single game as they're trying to get him through and into the playoffs. But he obviously has had a big impact on Toronto. They got a rookie coach, Nick Nurse. 
and all of that. They've played at a pretty high level, have been on the Bucks' heels all year uh, in the Eastern Conference. And then you have Philadelphia, who adds Tobias Harris at the All-Star break. Can't count them out. They probably got maybe the best starting five of all the starting fives of the four teams probably going to be in the Eastern Conference playoffs. They've been adding guys uh, on the bench uh, through the buyout market one after another, as has Toronto. Bucks uh, go out and get Miritich at the trade deadline, finally get to see what he looks like tonight. We all thought he was a great piece for this team. I feel just as great as I did before after watching him play with this team. He is going to be huge for this team. He may win them a playoff game or two at some point down the stretch here. What I thought was going to happen with the addition of Miritich, it looks like it did happen. Bye-bye, DJ Wilson. You're done. Don't see that. Don't see him coming uh, up for any light anytime soon unless it's going to be in a blowout. I'm sorry, Mayor Well, Mitch. that's too bad. I'm sorry to the chairman. Uh, I've been on the other side of the glass. He's done. But and I would say that Ursan was actually looked like an NBA player again tonight. So Ursan has was, looked uh, like an NBA player for a while there, Mayor Mitch. Go back and look at his three last three, four, five games. You get bitter on somebody, you just will never let it go no matter what happens. You're unbelievable. Uh, so Ursan Ilyasova tonight, as he said, nine points, didn't miss a shot. Yeah, wow. Uh, four for four. The other person who's next to go if they can make another move, is going to be Sterling Brown. He'll be the next player not to see the light of day if they add somebody else. I don't know if you all saw the report earlier today from Sam Amico saying yeah. the Bucks have interest in J.R. Smith, but it doesn't look like Cleveland is going to buy J.R. Smith out. Instead, we'll wait to try to trade him this summer. That's good because I don't want J.R. Smith anyhow. So y'all can keep your J.R. Smith. Don't want him. I understand why you would want him because he shoots threes and all that other stuff, but everything that surrounds that dude, I don't think I want to deal with. And as hot as he can be to help you, he can go just as cold and shoot you right out of a basketball game by himself because he's not the most unselfish player in the whole wide world either. I don't want to deal with J.R. Smith. I have no interest, so that's fine. But what that tells you is they're looking still at another wing. That's what they're still looking to do. Depending on how the buy market plays out over here over the next few days, we will see if they can add another wing. The, the assumption was it was going to be a big man, and maybe it still will be, but... but it's going to be one or the other. And if it's a wing, then Sterling Brown's done. He's going to sit on the bench with DJ Wilson and wave towels and be fans. And I agree with that philosophy because I don't want to play young guys in crunch time in a seven-game series in the postseason. I don't. I want. I would rather have veteran players that have been in that playoff fight before, know what it's like uh, to be under those bright lights, dealing with all the media and everything that comes along with it. I think Miritich is great. You saw what he did with the Pelicans last year. He's played in it. He's been there before. Um, so... I'm a fan of it. Now, I don't know who they're going to get, but I'd be a fan of adding another reliable guy that can go out there with George Hill on the wing and Tony Snell if Snell's playing well and going from there. I mean, I kind of wanted Wayne Ellington, but he had to go ahead and so sign with Detroit. So. Well, did you see what he signed for? Uh, no. $2.5 million. Okay, that's yeah, more, more you, than he probably would have got you, here. You, hell yes. I'm not paying that dude $2.5 million for the rest of this year, whatever the hell it is. Heck No. Bye. Go ahead. Detroit, you can have the eight seed with Wayne yeah. Ellington. If you go right ahead. Please do too. That because be... they're in the they're in the situation that the Bucks were in forever, which yeah. is just get in the playoffs so we can get playoff ticket money. That's all they have a new arena. Yeah. They can't put butts in seats. They trade for Blake Griffin. That didn't work. And they're still trying to figure out how to get it done. So yeah, you gotta overpay to get Wayne Ellington to come play for you. God bless you. I'm glad the Bucks didn't do that. He ain't worth that much money. So we'll see. But right now, as it sits. I like where the Bucks sit right now. They're a damn good basketball team. Records shows it and everything else. But when the playoffs start, 
it's all it's a it's a different ball game, folks. It just is. And you you watch these national TV shows, and one of them today was doing what's the ceiling for the 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 Bucks? I think it was a jump. I think, and I think it was Tracy McGrady that said Eastern Conference Finals has to be at least at least be where the expectation should be, or somewhere in that area. At the very least, maybe they don't get to the NBA Finals, but they should at least be to the Eastern Conference Finals. And I, I think most Bucks fans are sitting there right now going, Eastern Conference Finals is where they should be when this is all said and done. But you look at Boston, Philly, Toronto, and the Bucks. been saying it for a while now, and I'll continue to say it. I think any one of those four teams could represent the East in the NBA Finals. Any one of them. Any Two of those four teams could get knocked out in the second round of the playoffs by the other two. It really could go any way. And I... And to be honest with you, I don't think it's a it's a detriment on the teams that lose in the second round. I'll just call it, say it right now. If the Bucs lose in the second round to, say, Boston or Toronto or whatever, I don't think necessarily it's a detriment on anything in particular other than you've got four teams that are really, really talented. And there's going to be certain things that are going to dictate series. There just is. If a, if a certain good player goes cold in a series, that could cost them a series. Good. For, for the Bucs, if... Bledsoe and Brogdon all of a sudden can't shoot threes, could cost them a series, even though they've played well all year. If Middleton goes cold in a, in a seven-game series, could cost them a series. If the Bucks bench can't score, that could cost them a series. At the same point, go the other way. If Middleton averages 25 a game in a seven-game series, they're going to beat about anybody in the NBA in a seven-game series if he's averaging 25. If Bledsoe plays like a man possessed looking for a new contract, and gives you all the God-given ability that he has game in and game out, that could be enough to beat anybody in a seven-game series. So just as many things that could go wrong for the Bucs, could go right for the Bucs, and could, I'm not, I don't know about when the whole thing is going to say, but you could at least get there. And then once you're there, then anything could happen. Anything at all can happen once you're in the NBA Finals. Anything. Isn't it nice to talk about it? Yeah, finals it's, it's the Bucks, crazy. Though. Come on now. 98-97, full, full lines. People are fun up. People want to talk about the Milwaukee Bucks after a big win over the Boston Celtics tonight. All right, Mayor Mitch, I'll give the phone number, even though those of you that listen to the show don't really need it. 414-799-1250. See Sparky Fiverr here, Mayor Mitch there. Other side of the glass screen and calls is the chairman, Evan. Where are we going first? Let's go to New Berlin, right down the road, and talk to Eric. You're up next on the fan. What's up, Eric? Oh, hey, guys. How's it going, Spark? What's up, man? What a win tonight. Huge. Uh, un- unbelievable. I mean, defense down the stretch there. Um, and that Middleton three, obviously huge. Yep. But just seeing the uh, tenacity and everything that this uh, team can bring down the stretch there, that third quarter was ugly. But uh, Start of the first quarter was ugly, too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, uh I mean, just watching right now, I'm watching on TNT and listening to Charles Barkley and Shaq and all the, you know, national uh, heads, whatever you want to call them. But uh, Bucks number one, it's pretty impressive. It's damn impressive, no question about it. Thanks for the call. But again, I'm telling you, don't. I'm gonna say this, and then it'll come back and bite me in the rear at some point. Don't put too much stock in what these knuckleheads on TNT say. Just don't. Just. Just try. I mean, you could watch for entertainment purposes and all that. And I'll give you this. Barkley's far more knowledgeable about the Bucks now than he was, say, three years ago when he was talking about the Bucks when he wasn't watching any of their games and was just guessing based on what he was seeing in highlight packages and box scores. At least now they got enough games on TNT, because that's pretty much all he watches. That Now at least you have a more knowledgeable opinion from Barkley. 
So now when he talks, I listen a little bit closer. Before, it was just, I was like, you don't even watch games. And he flat out, in, in the one teleconference that he did, I always tell this story, it was in the Journal Sentinel when Bob Boofley still was there. He did a teleconference talking about Giannis or whatever, and on TV, he said one thing, and then on the teleconference said, oh, I haven't seen him play at all this year. Yeah, I, I really couldn't tell you. And it literally said the exact opposite when he was on TV. At that point, I was like, I'm done. We're all done with you. I'm moving on. <laughs> you say what they got TV, and then the next, and then, then the teleconference with just the media. Oh, I haven't seen them all all year. I don't no idea. Sweet, cool. Yeah, I think you get a lot of lazy takes from from people nationally. But at least and, he and, sees them now. Correct, and I don't think it's that they're not watching the games. Well, no, he, he flat out admitted he wasn't back then. I'm, I'm yeah. talking more this year. The last, you know, recently you hear a right. lot of things like, "Oh, Giannis can't close games." Yep. Um, but that was proven on our show on this very post game show. That this post-game show, we did. Give me your top three or four guys you want at the end of the game, half court, whatever whatever the situation, 10 seconds left or whatever. Giannis was third or fourth across the board on social media and people calling into the show. Well, pretty as much. As far as well, not wanting yeah, to take the last maybe. shot. Did that not happen on this show? I think you're, you're talking, talking the about actual shot. At the end of the game last night, look at today. I think the he, correct answer there is you want Giannis with the ball, let him decide. Is he a guy where he's going to you know, Mitch, shoot off the dribble and, and Mitch, hit a look, fall away three? No. Mitch, look at tonight. What happened? Ball goes off of his legs out of bounds. Then what happens in the next two positions? Possessions. It didn't go back to Giannis. Brogdon hits a shot. Bledsoe hits a shot. And you're just watching everybody else now getting the flow. Well, They're taking Middleton their had shots. The, had the game winner. The one thing for me about this team right here is it doesn't have to be Giannis having to beat Kobe, having to take the game-winning shot. they got enough guys on this team right. that want the ball and are comfortable taking that shot at the end and can hit the shot. Brogdon can hit the shot. Middleton can hit the shot. Bledsoe can hit the shot. It doesn't have to be Giannis at the end of games. And, and with Boston, you hurt Reggie Miller tonight. Yeah. It's got to be Kyrie. It has to be. Hey, nobody else. It has to be Kyrie. And what do they draw? Kyrie, one-on-one, go do what you got to do. Boonholzer don't have to do that for Milwaukee. And, and if, if Kyrie didn't get hot down the stretch there, this game, you know, Boston wouldn't go away in general. But I mean, Kyrie at the end there was hitting some big shots and say whatever that, you want about that's Kyrie. what it was going to take for them. You can say whatever you want about Kyrie Irving. <laughs> and I, he, the, the way he can, I mean, he can, you saw that he almost lost the dribble yep. right there towards the end. He almost yep. lost the dribble, picked it up, just had a very acrobatic layup. I mean, he's not going to dunk the ball. In but the beginning of the game, that move, he went running away from Brooke Lopez, turned around, faded yes. a, like towards the Bucks bench, yeah, nice and shot. shot it over the top of him for like 15. I was like, yeah. Well, not, a, there ain't many guys in the league can do that. That was Nice pull-up three there at the yes. end. I mean, he's a great player. Just stupid. Okay, let's go inside the box score here and uh, see what the numbers look like. How did tonight's game add up? Let's go inside the box score. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video, home entertainment and commercial audio video. Simply done right. ABCAudioVideo.com. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Presented by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. All right, let's go inside the box score here. Uh, Giannis tonight, 30 points, 13 boards, 6 assists, a steal, 2 blocks. 11 of 19 from the floor, 1 of 2 from 3, 7 of 10 from the line in 37 minutes. Chris Middleton, 31 minutes, 5 of 14 from the field, 3 of 6 from 3. A huge shot down the stretch there, as Mary Mitch said. 2 of 2 from the line, 15 points, 13 rebounds for Chris Middleton. 
many times has Chris Melton ever had 13 rebounds <laughs> I honestly in a game? can't think of another time. Okay. Four assists, one steal, five turnovers for Middleton. Brooke Lopez, 34 minutes, four of 11, two of seven from three. For Splash Mountain, 10 points, eight boards and assists, two block shots, and one turnover. Eric Bledsoe, 32 minutes, two of nine from the floor, zero of four from three, one of two from the free throw line. Five points, three boards, and assists, and two turnovers. Brogdon, 34 minutes, 6 of 14 from the floor, 3 of 6 from three-point range, 15 points, six boards, four assists, a steal, and one turnover. Off the bench tonight for the Bucks. 21 minutes for George Hill. Didn't hit a single shot. He did have four rebounds, four assists, a steal, and two turnovers for George Hill. 16 minutes for Tony Snell, 2 of 6, 2 of 4 from three. Six points, one board, one assist for Tony Snell. 12 minutes for Ursan Ilyasova, 4 of 4 from the field, 1 of 1 from 3, 9 points, 4 rebounds for Ursan. Miritich made his debut as a buck, 14 minutes, 3 of 7 from the floor, 2 of 6 from 3, 8 points, 3 rebounds for Miritich. Sterling Brown took 1-3 and missed it. He also had one steal. Buck shoot 42% from the field. The Boston Celtics uh, did not shoot the ball very well tonight, 38%. From three-point range, 14 of 39, good for 35.9% for Milwaukee. 14 of 40 for Boston from three-point range, good for 35%. Free throws, they only took six free throw attempts at the Boston Celtics, five of six. The Bucks, 10 of 14 at the line, good for 71.4%. Rebounds, 55 for Milwaukee, 50 for the Boston Celtics. Uh, turnovers, 15 for the Bucks. And uh, seven for the Boston Celtics. Bucks win 98 to 97. All right, let's take another call here. 414 799 1250. Tweet us at 1057 FM, the fan. Greg and Waukesha, you're up next on the fan. Hey, Sparky, hey, Mayor Mitch. I am excited. I am pumped up. Wow. I haven't been to a Bucks game yet this year, but uh, just listening to it on the radio, sellout crowd tonight. I am just. Um, and, and you're right, Sparky, this is a team effort. This is really, it's not just about Giannis, although Giannis uh, is is huge for this team, but this is a team effort, and I think as more members of the team get involved, I think I think the momentum will just continue, and I'm just I'm just a pumped-up Bucks fan right now, Sparky. So Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, and everybody should be a pumped-up Bucks fan at this point. Thanks for the call. They keep getting challenges laid out in front of them. They're getting challenges laid out in front of them on national TV, on TNT, and they're answering the bell game in, game out, game in, game out. It is truly a beautiful thing at this point, Mary Mitch. Yeah, and guess what? They've matched their win total from a year ago already. Yeah, yep. They, they had a winning record guaranteed. Before the even All-Star break happened. Yep. Think about that for a second. Like that's, two weeks ago. Yes, that's crazy. All right, let's go to uh, the next caller. Where are we going next? Let's go to Trell on the north side. You're up next on the fan. What's up, Trell? going on, Sparky? What's going on, guys? What up? Man, that was a playoff win right there. That was a game the Bucks won in a way that they normally don't play. And Another playoff implication, they tried to get physical with Giannis. I think it was in the third quarter. It's going to happen throughout the playoffs. And um, Right. And I like the way he responded. He yammed it down on him, and he gave him a look like, you're not going to be able to stop me down here. You could try to push me, try to bump me, send swarming guys around me. I'm going to get my points, or I'm going to get wide open three-point shots from my teammates. Right. And as long as they play like that, Sparky, Honestly, I know everybody has a tempered approach when the playoffs, but nothing's going to change with this team when the playoffs get here. Nothing. They got too many, too many guys that can shoot. They can have a couple, 
Bledsoe had a horrible game. Yeah, tonight. he did. Yep. But it didn't bother them. Milton didn't have a great game, but he helped them on the boards. I mean, Brogdon hit some key shots. They didn't have spectacular games from anybody else except Giannis. And they defended. That's the difference. They're, they're going to defend. They're the number one defense in the league. They defended. They made sure it was 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 a hell of a tough tough shot for Boston. And that's how they're going to win. That's not going to change in the playoffs. It's going to ratchet up even more. Um, and I'm glad you guys had that guy from Boston on National Writer. No, he was the play-by-play guy for the Boston Celtics. He made he made a couple comments that were were real poignant that I picked up on your interview. The first one. He said that um, that um, everybody was talking about Golden State couldn't win the way that they won four years ago before they went on their run, and they haven't had any playoff success, so people were tempered. And he said, instead of looking at the numbers that were sitting right there in front of you, they're telling you that this team was going to have success. And he compared it to what the Bucks were doing this year. Um, they kind of had the same type of bumps that Golden State did um, under Mark Jackson. And then Steve Kerr come in the first year, they won the championship. They won 50 games with Mark Jackson. Right, but I'm just saying they had the same bumps as far as in the playoffs. They were getting put out. Yeah. They were getting put out. You know what I mean? So they they had those bumps. But, um, I mean, this team is geared. I think everybody could be tempered or whatever, but I don't think anything is going to change too much when we get to the playoffs. And um, they got just about as good a chance as anybody in the Eastern Conference to get to the finals. Of the top Never four. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I agree. Of the, everybody in the top four has got a chance. Thanks for the call. Yeah, I don't disagree with you on that uh, uh, about that at all. All right. Time for play the game. We know you can do that. You're listening to the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. What play had you screaming? Brought to you by Palermo, Screaming Sicilian Premium Frozen Products and Kraft Pizzas. Bucks get the win, 98-97 over the Boston Celtics. It's It's got to be Chris Milton at the end of the game. A highlight courtesy of TNT. On the perimeter, a knockaway. Out of position, out of the Kumbo. Lopez on top, Brockton. Shot clock at three. Middleton Harlan was a true ambassador for Milwaukee today on TV. If you wouldn't have known better, you would have thought they were paying him money to be as big of a promoter as he was for the city. He was amazing, I guess is the best way he to put it. He was born here. He was amazing. 98-97 bucks over the Celtics. Take a quick time out. Come back, get more of your calls in. If you're leaving the game, I want to hear from you. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us. 105.7 FM, the fan. Turn up your radio. Do a little chair dancing on the way out here. Marcus, it seems to me this has been a decent deflection game. What defensive play stood out? Here's the Laborers Local 113 defensive play of the game. The Laborers Local 113 Milwaukee. Feel the power at liuna113.org. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Presented by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. Welcome back. Steve Sparky Fiverr with you. Mayor Mitch, uh, also the chairman. 
other side of the glass, hanging out for the DJ Wilson fan club that will be non really nobody will be talking about DJ Wilson. Eh, I wouldn't be so sure. But no, whose minutes is he taking? That's yeah, not happening. Uh, Bucks uh, 98 97 over the Boston Celtics tonight. A nice win there. Defensive play of the game, Giannis. You'll see it on Sports Center. You'll see it on NBA TV. You'll see it everywhere tonight with, without question, the defensive play of the game. With the Tatum defense. Lead pass for Gilles to Tatum and from the end. What a rejection by Giannis. Here comes Butzel. Oh, my goodness. Hill. Oh, my goodness is right, Reggie Miller. The highlight courtesy of TNT. A great chase down block by Giannis on Jason Tatum there. Hey, one other thing here. Al Horford, I've never been a huge fan of that dude. I've always thought he was kind of overrated for the most part. Never really thought he, he was, was worth the money. He was hurt money. a lot when he was younger. I just never thought he was worth the money that he got in his big deal. I was like, man, that dude, he's got six rebounds here, seven rebounds there, 15 points. I just never... But games like tonight, you're like, damn, he's worth it. I mean, he see when you talk about a series, they the Bucs can't have Al Horford be this Al Horford for seven games. This ain't gonna work. You can't allow Al Horford to go twenty one and seventeen with five assists, two steals, and three blocks. That stuff, you well, can't have that for seven games. Eight for twenty one. Yeah, that's uh, fine. But the the rebounds uh and, and taking advantage of that at the rim, I mm, no I mean, without Hayward. Nope. I'll preface that. That bench doesn't look great for Boston. No. I, I feel like Jalen Brown's one of those guys that maybe I'm wrong here, but he just seems to go off against the Bucks. And six for nine tonight, three of four from beyond he the arc. He should have taken more shots than he took. Yeah. Hey, no question. Uh, okay, let's back to the phones. We go 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1057FM. The fan is the Bucks get the win over the Celtics. Sean leaving the five serve forum. Sean, you're up next on the fan. How was it tonight? It was it- – it was a playoff type game. Uh, the atmosphere, especially this season, for like big games against the Raptors, against the Sixers, against the Celtics, it's just it just the intensity just goes up a notch, and that's like the main thing I notice. Like I feel like we have to hold on to that one seed and not give it up to the Raptors because I feel like if we guarantee home field throughout the playoffs, we are going to be a tough place. I don't think teams are going to come in here and beat us too many times. So we have to hold on to that uh, home field advantage. All right, thanks for the call. Um, obviously, yeah, you want to be one. You want to defend home court. Uh, do I get worried about having to go win in Philly? Uh, no. Do I get worried about having to go win in Toronto? Absolutely not. Do I get worried about having to go win in Boston? No, because they did it last year. I mean, I, I don't, I don't. I don't really worry about going on the road against these last other three teams. Last postseason, they did not. No, they each team, home team, defended home turf. That's what happened, right? Right. Yeah, but they've played in Boston, is my point. I, I just, I don't worry about having to go to Boston or Philly or Toronto. I think this team is good enough to win on the other team's turf. I do. Now, I could be wrong, obviously, but I think all of these teams are good enough to win in the other team's arena. Uh, the Bucks at home appear to be a tougher team than they are on the road, but they've been playing much better on the road than they were in the beginning of the year. You got to give them credit for that uh, as well. All right, Mayor Mitch, X Factor of the game. Giannis tracks it down and jams. There's always something unexpected that changes the game. It's going to be crazy, man. Here's tonight's X Factor of the game. Brought to you by Brian Stratton College Athletics. Offering athletic scholarships in 15 junior college sports. Learn more at bscbobcats.com. All right, X-Factor of the game tonight. 
uh, for the Milwaukee Bucks. I don't know, man. I think defensively is where you yeah. got to talk about tonight for the X Factor. I, mean, I think Bucks defense was the difference in this game. And holding Kyrie to yep. one of twelve or whatever he started at, and he got going a bit there at the end. But I mean, it was really, the reason they him. ran it at the end. Yeah, and um, but other than that, I mean, other guys. You touched on Horford, but he was eight for twenty-one. I mean, they just shot a terrible percentage. So I think defense, obviously, and then the other thing too is Middleton thirteen rebounds. I mean, I, that that just doesn't happen. <laughs> Watch Chris Middleton his whole career. He thirteen rebounds. He, it maybe, just doesn't I mean, hey, happen that often. Maybe the All-Star game, something clicked. I don't know. Well, I mean, he still only had 15 points. but Correct. He but had he, three threes, had a huge three at the end, which was the play of the game, obviously, we talked about. Um, I mean, how many games this year was he one for nine in the first half? Or like, you're right. That didn't seem to happen tonight. If so. you have not read the Zach Lowe article, I'm telling That Toronto series. Remember that Toronto series? Yeah. It didn't play well. They said, they meaning the Bucks. He's got strep throat. They never told us that he couldn't turn his head side to side. They didn't tell us they had abscesses in his throat, which was essentially pus. Yeah. Right? He couldn't eat solid food. <laughs> he was having to blend all of his food essentially and have only smoothies. That's all he could eat. They didn't tell us that after that last game, they took him to the hospital, straight to the hospital. One person on each side held his arms down. While they took and went down his throat to try and suck all the stuff out of his throat. Jeez, and Michael Jordan just had the flu. Right. But we didn't know any of this. I'm telling you, the the it was just a it was a great piece. Like I learned so much stuff in that article that I just did not realize. But my one of my favorite parts of that piece, at the end, Alex Laz or not Alex Lazary, Mark Lazary, who is quoted without throughout the article. Pretty much, I'll paraphrase it, says, and I can't do it just, I should just read it, but pretty much says, does Chris Middleton want to play Milwaukee? Yes. Is he going to give us a real good discount to stay here? No. <laughs> so, I mean, he already did once, so I think that's why that's why we, we have been bracing for it. Right, so you're going to see what's going to happen this summer. But it, it was just a great piece. That's all I'm going to say. You'll learn a lot about like Middleton and like all the stuff he went through as a kid driving like five and a half hours to go play on this team in Atlanta and how horrible it was and his dad being there with him through the whole thing. and it, Just a great piece. Okay, uh, let's go to – oh, we got to go to break already? Sports Flash? All right, uh, before we do that, uh, let's go to the uh, drive of the game. Sorry. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Let's get tonight's Wrench and Go drive of the game. Need auto parts? Wrench and Go is a self-service yard. Bring your own tools and access the lowest-priced auto parts around. This is the only station Bucks fans need. 105.7 FM, The Fan. Yeah, man, I mean... Wrench and Go is meant for some people. I'm not one of them. Like, you can give me a wrench. I'll just look at you like, okay, now what? There's, yeah, I mean. What is this spaceship? This this Wrench and Go thing. You ever seen this place? You ever been over there? I've not, It's essentially like a garage that has like a lift and stuff. You bring your own tools, and then you can put your car up in the lift. If you know how to fix it and everything, but you don't have a lift in your garage, you can essentially just take it over there, put it up, has everything that a normal garage would have. You just bring your own tools. You can fix your own car, save yourself a ton of money. Yeah, it's It's a brilliant concept if you know how to fix a car, which I don't. Uh, okay, let's see what you got there, Mitch from TNT. Drive of the game, Chris Middleton involved in this one as well. A long pass ahead to Giannis Dedekumbo underneath the basket. He would power up for the finish. There's a long pass, doubled underneath. Good catch up to Dedekumbo and hammers it home. 
Well, it started with the long pass by Middleton. He recognized that there was a smaller defender on Giannis. Look how high he threw it where only one man could go get it. Now look at all the green jerseys around. There's nothing you're going to do. Look at all the smaller green jerseys around him. Yep. Reggie Miller, 100% accurate on that one. But boy, oh boy. Reggie Miller said something during this game that got Twitter all the roar tonight. If you missed it, I'll tell you what that is. Coming up next, Bucks win 98-97. Behold our mortal enemy. We're keeping an eye on the enemy. How did the bad guy look tonight? Sponsored by Coach's Pub and Grill on South 13th Street. Stop in today for lunch or dinner and try their fabulous Friday fish fry. Now open, Coach's on Lake Danoon. All right, Bucks get the win tonight over the Boston Celtics. Nice, 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 nice win indeed, 98-97. T-Wolves coming up next on Saturday evening, so back uh, in this chair again coming up on Saturday night. That'll be fun. Maybe I'll get Rami on for postgame Saturday night since he's in Minnesota. Yeah. Wouldn't that be fun? I think maybe I'll do that. I just thought of that now. Yeah, I'll have to text him if he's not doing some comedy show or something on Saturday night. Uh, okay, so as we look, eye up the enemy here, we already talked about Al Horford. 21 points, 17 boards, 5 assists, couple steals, 3 block shots for Al Horford. 22 points for Kyrie Irving when he was 9-27. Uh, 1 board, 5 assists, 2 steals, 2 blocks for Kyrie, but he was big for them uh, down the stretch. 17 points, 10 boards for Jason Tatum tonight. 15 off the bench for Jalen Brown. 6 of 9, shooting 3 of 4 from 3. And the uh, Celtics, 98-97, loss to your Milwaukee Bucks. Back to the phones we go, 414-799-1250. we hear from Matt Velasquez coming up in about 20 minutes from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Chip, leaving Pfizer Forum. You're up next on the fan. What's up, Chip? Man, what's going on, guys, man? What up? So, hey, Sparky, I got a lot of little things to say, man. I want you to explain to me what happened at the end with the jump ball because we are all standing there confused, man. Well, okay? if from what we can tell on this end, and I think everybody's confused, to be honest with you, what I can tell watching, and me and Mayor Mitch, uh, was according to this, that says the shot clock should start on a jump ball when possession is gained, right? So the Giannis tip is in possession. Once Lopez touches that ball, that's when the shot clock should have started. Unfortunately, the shot clock operator didn't start the shot clock until after the ball had already hit the rim. And at that point, they determined that obviously they started it too late and they deemed it a shot clock violation and they moved on. Oh, okay, Kaka. Okay, whatever. So that, that's that's yeah. essentially what happened based on that. Based on what we I mean, saw. that's that's kind of what the rules say. And I think I think you're right. I, I think it was just a shot clock operator error. Yeah. And then you know, which was advantageous for the Bucks, so they ruled it the other way. I think is what happened. Okay, so I'll, I'll just it was amazing, man. For the last minute and thirty seconds, nobody sat down in the entire arena, man. That's awesome. It was amazing, dude. First time I ever went to the game where everybody in the arena is screaming defense how, at the same time. It was nuts. How many Celtics fans were there? Dude, there was there there were some Celtics fans in there. There wasn't a whole lot. Good. But you can see here and there. That's okay. You as long as I mean? there wasn't a whole lot. I didn't really hear them during the game, so I figured there couldn't have been many. There wasn't that many. But when I was just shocked, I seen Chris Middleton try to throw a ball down like that and try to dunk it. I was just like, that was awesome. Yep. who is this guy? Yep, that I loved. That you want to see more of, yes. Hey, Sparky, 
I believe in Mirtech. Yeah, well, in threes, we're gonna win a ring, baby. Mer- Meritech is gonna be huge for this team. Thanks for the call, appreciate it. Yeah, he is. I'm telling you, he's gonna win a playoff game or two. You win, see in the playoffs. Thanks for the call. I mean, he was huge for New Orleans last year. Yep. Huge. You go back and watch some of those games. The dude was and he's on fire. And he can, he can. I think, and this kind of game is advertised too. I think he can do more than just like catch and shoot. And he's not gonna be afraid. To just launch it like Brook Lopez is. You, well, you saw it a couple times tonight. The other thing is, on the other side of the floor, his length allows right. him to kind of guard multiple positions and really help you out on the floor. And he does have like a mean streak where he can oh, yes. get in there, bang. For, you saw like a kind of a nasty jump ball there where you get on the floor. I think Kevin Harlan said this is Big Ten country. So yeah, dude, I'm telling you right now. That'll be appreciated. You're right about the physical aspect. He yeah. will, he'll get down and play dirty with you. Well, he'll and fight so, his teammates in practice. And I so mean, will, but Ursan will play physical with you. Yes. And Miritich will play physical with you. Brooke Lopez and what you'll want to play physical. We'll play physical. Yeah. And Giannis, he isn't a shy of contact either right, right now. So and, and that's I think, good for the playoffs. I think you have that, and I think the Bucks can beat you in so many ways yes. that it just, they can go big, they can go small. Miritich adds shoot, a lot inside. Miritich adds even a lot more versatility than what you have before. Yes. I mean, you can really space it out now and have bigs just going around the perimeter. Urson, Brooke Lopez, Miritich can be all sitting out there, and then you can allow Bledsoe and Middleton to drive and kick at will, whatever they want to do at that point. All right, let's back to the phones. We go 414-799-1250. Where to? Big Marco in Alabama. You're up next. Big What's up, Marco? Big Marco? What up, Big Marco? Yo, what's happening, Sparky? Finally, I caught you. Hey, man, how's Alabama? Hey, man, I moved down here. Um, it's a little bit nicer. I can get a bigger property. I'm where, cool with it. Where in Alabama are you, man? What city? Uh, I'm in Roll Huntsville. Tide. Where are you? In Huntsville. Oh, Huntsville, Alabama. Yeah, man, Brewers had a, a farm team down there yeah, back in the day. I think, I think that we're trying to you know, get you guys back as an A-club team with our trash pandas. Yeah, I've been in Huntsville before, man. I, I've been in Alabama uh, quite a bit. So, all right, man, go ahead. What you got, Big Marco? Man, what everybody has to take away from this game tonight was that this was an off game for us, and we still won. True. I mean, what were we were shooting? About 30-something percent, dude, the whole game? Yeah. I mean, we are not going to play like this the next time that we see them. I mean, I also think, you know, that we could have blown them away. But, you know, let Miritich get some more seasoning with this team, a few more practices. You know, I mean, he, he's going to get minutes, dude, and all that. And I also think, you know, that we, we just – we didn't – it wasn't a shooting night for us. And we still managed, to to, you know, bury, you know, some yep. threes at a decent clip. Hey, big Marco. So you, you, you've been calling into this show since I started this show back in the day, right? Yeah. Did you... Since, what, 2006? Yep, 2006. Did you ever think, Big Marco, that we would be sitting here talking about a legitimate superstar MVP guy on this Bucks roster and in the same conversation talking about them being the best team in the NBA right now? Never. Never. Me either. Never. I never and thought we'd we see this there thing. Be talking about, you know, fighting over the eighth seed or yep. something like that, or, or yelling about, you know, bonehead trades yep. or, or how we set our franchise back due to another 10 years yep. or reliving the big three, um, oh, reliving know, through the 71 to 74 bucks. Yep. We'll never be talking about how good we are. Nope. And, and another thing is this, is that, you know, I'm glad dude, that we're winning on national television, dude, because it makes it a whole hell of a lot easier for me to convince people to turn the damn game on. <laughs> yes. Down here where I'm at. Right. Yes, no doubt. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. So I, I got to tell you something. Well, it's, it's funny because I've been doing this show with you for a long time, too. Yeah. And I just remember all those years, you know, the rock bottom years, we'll call it like 13, 14, or no, 12, 13. 
and just thinking how many calls we, we'd hear a night where it'd just be, I wish this would happen or I wish that would happen. And that Christmas he's saying, until we have a superstar, we're not this, getting them. This isn't going to happen. Nope. And you know, here we are. And you saw a couple times tonight, Giannis got. You just wait. Do you think he's getting to the free throw line now? Let the Bucks get to the Eastern Conference Finals or get to the NBA Finals. Wait till you see all the calls he'll get next year. People will be complaining left and right. But in the middle of an article I referenced earlier from Zach Lowe, that dude said that 15-win year when everything was horrible was one of his favorite years he's played. One of his favorite years he played. Well, he got to start for the first time. And- but because he said it was one of his favorite years because the guys on that team all knew that that was the start of something that could been very that it could be very cool. Like Giannis could feel it, he could feel it. Guys around them could feel like this is going to be the start of something here. Yeah, let's just see how this goes. And and it it was it, it you they they could sense that it was about to turn around. And he said it was one of his favorite years. As crazy as it and, sounds. And you know you're seeing a lot of these uh, find the finding Giannis special. Yes. Awesome. And the thing on the Loved jump today, it. there were there was you know cuts back to his rookie season, yep. and even then. While he was small, skinny, I mean, baby-faced, who was it? Somebody said he looked like he was 14, and yep. he did. Right. You could tell he was 18 years old. He was still fearless, Yep. and he was still athletic and, and could do things. You know, they showed – I remember that one of the first highlights I remember of Giannis, they were playing the Magic at the Bradley Center, and he, like, stepped around a guy, like, on the baseline and had, like, a reverse layup, and I was just like – like, that dude didn't even know what happened. <laughs> All right. And he's 18 years old, and I and uh-huh. I, had, I had never seen anything like that out of a Bucks player. Just crazy, absolutely crazy. That Fighting Giannis show was awesome. Yep. All right, uh, time for the injury report uh, as the Bucks beat the Celtics tonight. Who's banged up on the Bucks? Once I felt I could put weight on, it, I was like, I had to get back out there. This is the McCormick Law Office Milwaukee Injury Report. McCormick Law Office, the back injury attorneys. Bucks in pretty good shape health-wise. Not much to report there. Miritich playing obviously was the biggest uh, threat to this team. And that's what you really can say in fear of jinxing them. They've been relatively healthy all year. They really have. They really haven't had any to deal with any real big adversity throughout this basketball season. And that's really what you need in any sport. If you're going to win at a high level, you do need to be healthy. 99% of the time, most teams that are at the top are pretty healthy at the end of the year compared to everybody else. And you can say the same thing about the Milwaukee Bucks right now. All right, let's take another call in here. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 105.7 FM, The Fan. Monte in Chicago, you're up next on the Milwaukee Pick and Save postgame show. What's up, Monte? What's going on, Alfred? Man, you got you got just railed on the other day when you were on the big show. Right. right. Unfairly, and, that's, that's, and I defended you. Yes, and that's the, one, that's the reason I'm calling, man. Thanks for having my back. Man, look. I'm calling from Chicago, but my heart is in Milwaukee, man. It's always been a big Oh, man, your cell phone's breaking up. I can't hear you. Monte. Uh, yeah, but you're really coming in and out. Try again. Uh, for those of that, for those of you that couldn't understand Monte, he said, you know, he's in Chicago, but his heart's always been in Milwaukee. All right, go ahead. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yep, you're good. Can you hear me now? Yep. Okay, my bad, yeah. But, yeah, man, and, uh, hey, hey, seeing all this bear stuff around here, man, and bull stuff, like I said, man, and, hey, I'm, thanks for defending me. That's that's all I got to say. Thanks for defending me. No problem, man. I appreciate you calling. You keep calling. Hey, but one uh, one thing about the Bucks, man. Yep. Man, they're so, they are so deep, man. And, and with Urson before the All-Star game, 
Uh, you know, the way he, he's, uh, you know, been, he had a shot back, the way he's been playing, and with Miritich, uh, uh, man, it's, uh, it's, it's what you just said with Big Marco, man, I'd have never envisioned nope. what's going on in, in Milwaukee, man. And, hey, keep up the good work. One more thing. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I heard this on the big show. Uh, come on, man. Milwaukee, you, I, y'all got to get some bucks out there, man. I came out there before Christmas to, to grab a shirt or something, man. There's no – the coach, there's no bucks. No, no, man, that's old. They, no, don't worry about. It. Don't go mess around. Listen to me. You go, you go to name of the game at like Southridge or any of these malls in the area that have name of the game, and you'll have an entire wall full of every type of bucks paraphernalia you could possibly want. Plus, like all the different, some of the different grocery stores carry bucks gear now too. I mean, you could find bucks gear for sure. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, go to name of the game. Trust me. You'll find a ton of stuff. Badgers, Packers, Bucks, Brewers, Marquette, Admirals, they carry all of it. Okay, I feel better now because I've, I've only been to one game so far that uh, just so happened to one that they lost to the Sun. Right. And I, I got a, a winner hat, a Bucks winner hat. Yeah. I've been rocking that here. Yeah, I've been rocking that. But, yeah, okay, that's good to hear. So yeah, dude. Come in, man, yeah, there's a I ton of stuff. Of- Okay, cool. Ton of stuff, man. Take care. Yeah, Coles no longer. Don't worry about Coles. Thanks for the call. I like Coles. I go to Coles, but I don't worry about. I was at oh, Meyer and there was a rack of Bucks gear, and I was always. like, I about fell over. Always. Yeah, they they they, they always do. Uh, and a lot of these these stores and the grocery stores now are also uh, carrying clothes. Picket Save is carrying clothes now too. Oh, yeah. from time to time. I was at Mayfair though the the night before the Magic game or the yep. day before the Magic game. So many Giannis jerseys, and I Walking I realize it's a day, it's a game day, so yep. that probably might have helped. There was this, it was a pack. It was you know noon on a Saturday. It was peak hour, and there was just so much Buck stuff, and I was like, wow, you know, yeah, no doubt, man. no doubt about it. All right, uh, how about the Chili's MVB? Hey, Bucks fans, let's get tonight's Chili's MVB. Be the first to know this standout player tomorrow morning at eight thirty-five during Chuck and Winkler to win free food from Chili's. Chili's is back, baby. Back. All right, Chili's MVB of the game. Mayor Mitch, you decide. Oh, wow. Um, well, you can go Giannis. Do you give it to Miritich first game? No. Miritich had, I mean, it was he had nice. a couple big threes there. He, he, yeah, I'm not. All right, fine. Giannis is at a kumbo. It is. You're going to say Giannis. All right. 30 and 13, six assists. Giannis, your Chili's MVB of the game tonight in a Bucks 98-97 win. All right, sneak another call in here. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1057-FM. The fan, where to? Justin in North Carolina. You're up next in the fan. What's up, Justin? What's up, dude? What's, what's up, guys? Man, just Living the dream. All-Star weekend, man. That, that... Yo, I'll tell you, tell you about the All-Star and about the game real quick. But real quick, Marco, those uh, Brewers A-team is staying in Carolina where the Brewers own the Carolina Bucket. You can't have them, sir. Same <laughs> with us. Um, yo, so, guys, right, I'm at the All-Star weekend the whole time walking around, right? I'm I'm just shocked, man. It's so much just Buck stuff everywhere. I've, I've never seen this before where it's almost like back in the day, Sparky, when I first started calling the fan, and I would go to a Packers game, and it'd be like 60-40 Packers stuff. I think the Bucks stuff, outside of the LeBron stuff, is a whole nother level. But Giannis had to be the number two selling jersey of All Star Weekend. I mean, they sold out of his jerseys and his T shirt. That's crazy. Tonight, what I saw from last year was that I remember last year Horford and even 
uh, Morris. I can call him Mercury Morris, but you know what I'm talking about the Morris guy. Yep, Marquise Morris. Yeah, yeah, and they push us around. They would it, it'd be like a bunch of six five guys playing against me tonight with Lopez and with Miritic and with Ilyasova. We didn't get pushed around. We made Horford basically a jump shooter, and if we could keep him as a jump shooter, I think. We'll, we'll be okay against Boston or against anyone. Well, this but is the what? one thing. You're right. Thanks for the call. The thing with Marcus Morris is when you deal with him with the Boston Celtics is he's going to get under your skin if he can, and he's going to try and get you into doing something really stupid. And his brother is going to do the same dumb crap if he's playing for another basketball team. These two have been doing it their whole career in the NBA. It's not going to change in the NBA or in the playoffs, and he's probably going to try and be an antagonist even more when you get to that point, especially if he gets frustrated especially if he gets frustrated. You just got to maintain your composure when dealing with Marcus Morris. That's just that's part of it. it just that, that just is part of it. All right, take a quick time out. We'll come back. We'll hear from Matt Velasquez from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. I thought, I just retweeted it, I thought a very funny quote from Giannis talking about that chase down block on Jason Tatum. I'll have Matt Velasquez tell you what Giannis said coming up next. This guy's on the inside. After every game, listen to the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show for the latest from JS Online's Matt Velasquez. Brought to you by the law offices of Thomas Marola. This is Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Ninety-eight, ninety-seven bucks over the Boston Celtics. Joining us now is Matt Velasquez of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel and the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Matt, tell everybody, I saw you tweeted out, I retweeted it, the Giannis quote about that chase down uh, block on Tatum. Yeah, he, he thought it was going to be the Hazonia play all over again. At least that's what he told us. He didn't think he was going to get to it, but he, he forgot to try and, and added that you know, that's a, a winning play, a play that Bud wants, and Obviously, uh, two points would have made a big difference tonight. He didn't want to get dunked on again. But see, that's what that's that's to me that's good because that I mean you could look at getting dunked on and embarrassed and all that stuff and going, yeah, I'm not doing that again. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get a chance of getting dunked on and getting stepped over on Sports Center or something. But I mean, it was just fearless. Like I'm going right back at it. I'm gonna try it again, and this time I'm gonna get it. And he got it. It's just incredible to see where he was when Tatum caught that. Yes. Pass and the amount of space that he made up uh, and was able to get a hand on that ball. He doesn't really know how he did it. I don't know how he did it. I don't think anyone will ever figure out how he did it. Um, but, you know, that's just a, another impressive play from a guy who makes a lot of them. I'll tell you what's impressive. Chris Middleton with 13 rebounds in a game. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I think, you know, that's kind of an understated quiet thing. He had a, he had a couple one-handed and curled it in. Um, you know, he, he was doing some, some work on the boards, and obviously – you know, had the biggest shot of the night with that three-pointer with 32 seconds left. So, you know, uh, you know, big night for him coming off an all-star break, and, uh, you know, the Bucks needed everything he did. We keep always saying the Bucks find different ways to win. Milton didn't shoot well. Bledsoe didn't shoot well. Uh, and they still figure out a way to beat a pretty good Boston Celtics team who, as a team, didn't shoot well either. Yeah, this is one of those games where I think both teams look at it and say, wow, we really didn't play well, and we were still in this game. So you can kind of take something, you know, maybe a moral victory, or uh, whatever you want to call it, you know, both ways. You know, this was one of those games where you say, all right, yeah, they were definitely on the beach just a couple days ago. Um, you know, no one really played well. There was some good defense played on both sides, but obviously not a lot of great shot making uh, from either side. And, uh, 
you know, ugly game, but dramatic nonetheless. Yeah, no doubt. Matt Velasquez of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Thanks so much for coming on. Did you enjoy your time off during the All-Star break? You know, uh, not a lot of time off, but but what I got, I did appreciate. Yeah, but I mean. Though I, though I missed you. Yeah, you just don't. Oh, Dude, I can't give you a raise, so you're bringing up the wrong tree here. I can't give you any more money that we're giving you already, but I appreciate the love, buddy. I appreciate the love. Have a good night. You too. There he is, Matt Velasquez on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Looking to buy, build, renovate, or refinance in 2019? Look no further and call Great Midwest Bank today. Great Midwest Bank providing simply local common sense lending to your community since 1935. Let's hear from the Bucks head coach. Let's hear from the head coach. This segment is sponsored by Schneider. For over 80 years, they've been offering great careers with great benefits and more home time. Visit SchneiderJobs.com or call 1-800-44-PRIDE. This is the only station Bucks fans need. 105.7 FM, The Fan. All right, Bucks get the win tonight over the Boston Celtics. Let's hear from Bucks head coach uh, Boonholzer after the game. Uh, you know, Two teams, uh, you know, fighting and scrapping, kind of ugly. I think, you know, the defense kind of came out of the break. Um, I think a lot of other things are just going to hopefully take place over the next day or two, next game or two, and get back a little bit of rhythm. So, uh, but really happy with our defense, um, the focus for really for probably 48 minutes, um, and then just finding a way to win a close game. And, you know, sometimes you win with your defense. And so to get a stop to win the game, um, you know, those are good. Uh, let's just start with the shot clock. What was your explanation given there about the the jump ball and the tip? I guess you know it's a judgment call. Um, if I heard them right, it's not reviewable. And in their judgment, uh, Brooke Lopez, you know, did not tip the ball. I guess it, whatever they 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 didn't think. Uh, but that would be when the clock starts. Is when Brooke touches it, not when Giannis touches it. Correct. correct. Yeah. No, the shot clock, which was that point too. Um, starts when you know Brooke tips it, um, in our opinion, and uh, but in their judgment, it was um, I guess he caught it or held it or the ball came to rest in Brooke's hand, and uh, and the point two elapsed. Defensively, just what was the thought process behind going Brooke late there? Uh, I mean, he played the whole last six seven minutes, um, so you know we. Just the last couple possessions, uh, you know, we changed some matchups and everything, but he played, you know, I think the last five or six minutes, just changed a couple matchups down the stretch or coming out of timeouts. Sort of a twofold question. One, how would you evaluate Nicola's uh, first performance? And then two, um, I mean, it seemed like him coming in really uh, affected DJ's minutes. Was that something you talked to DJ about? Was that something that kind of happened on the fly, keeping uh, Irson in and kind of sitting DJ for the game? We did okay? You did good. All right. Sleep good tonight. All right. Take care, Mark. Um, I still remember your question, believe it or not. Uh, I thought Nico Nico was great. Um, You know, I think he just has a way of playing, has a confidence. He's played a – he's been a pro for a long time. So, I think, you know, he was anxious to get back and contribute. Um, I think he feels great about the opportunity, the team he's joined, and – he just wants to help us, and I thought he helped us tonight um, on both ends. I thought there were a couple defensive possessions where he was good. Um, you know, and as far as minutes go, there, and everybody understands it's hard. As a coach, you have to make tough decisions, and um, I visited with DJ about it, and, um, you know, there's more often than not, you know, you, it's probably wise to communicate, but um, everybody needs to come to the game ready to play and understanding that they, you know, they're part of the group and they can help us win, and DJ knows that.
heading into the Bucks locker room to hear what the players saw on the court. Sponsored by Precision Sports. Specializing in the delivery, installation, removal, and repair of basketball hoops, exercise equipment, game tables, and backyard playgrounds. Go to PrecisionSportsOnline.com. All right, Bucks get the win tonight. 98-97. Miritich makes his debut, and he talked after the game. I felt great, uh, to be honest, a little bit nervous, first couple of minutes, and uh, but the crowd showed me huge support, the teammates were great to me, and uh, all I wanted to play simple tonight, just uh, make a layup, and from there, the second half was way better, uh, next some trees, but for me, the biggest thing was tonight to win, get the first win, you know, and be part of the winning team, it's, it's, it's all I want to be. Yeah. Guys. It was important uh, to be with Johnny's to Brook, you know, with Brook and uh, uh, like I said, it was he to- he talked to me before the game. He told me uh, the minutes I'm gonna play, and he said just play simple, you know, try to space the floor, bring some good energy, and that's that was all. And uh, I felt good, you know, uh, the way the guys played. It's it's exactly how I like, and uh, I like to space the floor, run the floor. And it was just beautiful basketball. And uh, tonight we were able to just close that game. And uh, it was a huge win after the break. What about the next game? What do you expect from this team now? Time for some forward thinking. Sponsored by Forward Financial Partners. Moving forward together. Find your way at ffpwi.com. All right, forward thinking we go. And next up, the Timberwolves, 7.30 tip uh, coming up on Saturday night. Back in the chair, I think we're going to try and run down uh, Rami Makhlouf, uh from Score North. See if we can get him on uh, for postgame. Who, who's that? Right, yeah, <laughs> that, that guy that used to be on the big show. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 him, 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 the guy that thought he was funny. Um, so we'll have uh, we'll try and get him on Saturday night. Uh, and talk about this team uh, that, you know, again, when you have Carl Anthony Towns, you have Andrew Wiggins, there are should have been high expert, higher expectations than maybe what have happened with this Timberwolves team. Well, Jimmy Butler Jimmy kind Butler of, ruined that. Kind of uh, destroyed all of that, and I guess, he, at the he, end of the day. He might be right with some of that to some extent. I think we're, we might be finding out here, but. Yeah, sure. Maybe. Uh, but the way he went about it, I think, was completely wrong. Correct. Um, and we will we will see how this all plays out going forward. But they've been they've been playing all that horrible necessarily. I wouldn't expect the Bucks to lose this game by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, but it'll be fun to see. All right, that'll do it uh, for tonight. Bucks get the win. Always fun to beat the Boston Celtics, right? Mm-hmm. Always fun. He is Mayor Mitch, the chairman of the dwindling DJ Wilson fan club. Evan, other side of the glass. You're so sure. He's. Folks, I'm telling you, I mean, you can wear DJ Wilson stuff and tweet about him all you want, but meaningful minutes, those days are behind DJ Wilson until next year. Uh, Thanks for listening. Enjoy the rest of your night. Bucks beat the Celtics. Yeehaw! Bucks beat the Celtics. Have a good night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.